There was a period of several years that I lived in a townhouse on the south side of Lexington, Kentucky. In the mornings, I had to wake up and get to the training studio to see clients through the early hours. As I rushed to get ready and be on time, I would find myself driving down Heartland Parkway, taking a right turn onto Tate's Creek Road and follow that all the way into Chevy Chase. I would then navigate my way to the studio heading down Ashland Avenue. One of the things that was a constant irritation was sitting at the Tate's Creek and Manowar stoplight. It seemed to last forever, and I almost always had to wait for it. However, despite the irritation, I took that route day after day. At some point, they put in a Starbucks and Chevy Chase on Ashland Avenue, which also became part of my regular routine. As I look back on that behavior, I'm a little amused and confused at the same time. If I had just evaluated that behavior and asked myself, are there any other options? I could have easily found that there is a route that would have allowed me to enter the Manowar Tates Creek intersection off Manowar, giving me a right turn. Due to the early time of day, I would not have to wait long at intersection and even at a red light. The question that I've asked myself many times since I realized this behavior is, why did I not make this observation? The answer to that is a common part of human behavior. For many people, not just myself. We develop routines to help limit the amount of decisions we make each day. These routines limit the cognitive load we encounter, allowing our decisions to be dedicated to more critical analysis. Imagine a day where you had to consciously consider every decision you made. It sounds exhausting. When you look at the routines and patterns that exist in your life, how many of them are automatic? Your morning routine in the bathroom, the first five minutes you get home from work, the way you tie your shoes, the way you park the car in the driveway, How many of these regular activities do you have to spend mental energy on? There is a value in having these patterns. As noted, it allows us to focus our attention on more critical decision making. However, these patterns can also create problems for us. When we are trying to live happier and healthier lives, for example, my happiness was less than it could have been simply because my route to work was on autopilot. What about the Starbucks coffee? What happens if that coffee was loaded with sugar and fat? How often do we turn on the television at night and cannot find anything enjoyable to watch, yet we continue to search for hours out of habit? When you understand that these routines can be positive or negative, it becomes important to review and analyze the patterns over time. Have you developed helpful patterns or harmful behaviors? The follow-up question once you understand what your routines are is, How can you change them? This entire behavior change program is about establishing routines by starting and growing positive behaviors. That being said, there is one strategy that I have found very beneficial over the years to break me of these routines and providing enough space to evaluate what those behaviors are. The strategy is to change your setting and your environment. Think about the last time you were on vacation. What did it feel like when you woke up in a new room and had to get ready in a different bathroom? It was pretty strange, right? At the moment, I'm in a pretty blessed position to have been in the Black Hills of South Dakota for five weeks. In the time here, I've had the following priorities. Prepare for my brother's wedding, write, run, work on programming jobs, and finding new work. 
What is interesting about having this opportunity is that many of the daily activities I have while at home are no longer necessary. It has provided the space necessary to look at what some of those activities are and question if they are truly critical. When I return home, I can decide if I will keep them, eliminate them, or replace them. The reality is that I've had an opportunity like this previously, upon which returning home, I quickly fell into my standard routine. That observation highlights the power of setting an environment. The routines and behaviors have a way of returning when we put ourselves back into the original setting. While you may not have the opportunity to remove yourself from your day-to-day environment for several weeks, I would encourage you to be observant of your routines the next time you have a vacation, even if that vacation is being gone for a day. Here are some other actions you might consider to take advantage of the power your environment has on your behavior. 1. Move the living room furniture around so your seating and television are in different locations. 2. Take a different route to work every day. 3. Reorganize your kitchen cabinets, especially the pantry. 4. Reorganize your refrigerator. 5. Change the decorations in your office or cubicle at work. 6. Change the air freshener scent in your car. 7. Move your bathroom items to a different bathroom and use it for your morning routine. 8. Rearrange the bedroom furniture. 9. Remove anything from the bedroom that doesn't have to do with sleeping, dressing, or sex. 10. Eliminate any distractions, primarily televisions, from the dining room. The value of routines in our lives cannot be understated. There are many habits we develop that are carried out without any thought on a daily basis. The environment we live in reinforces many of those behaviors as our minds work to limit the amount of decisions it has to make each day. Changing your setting not only provides an opportunity for you to evaluate those behaviors, it puts you in a position to be more successful as you develop routines that lead to greater happiness and health.